Let's keep on praising him, church family. For he is worthy of the glory and the honor and the praise. All glory, all honor, all praise. He is worthy of all of it, church family. It is because of him that we are gathered here today. Not just because it's Father's Day or this is something that we do on Sunday, but especially this church. And if you're watching this, it is because of him that we are gathered here today. Because of his mercy, because of his love. His love that would have a God that since the beginning of time created wrath against sin. And with one hand, hold back the wrath that we deserve because of our iniquities. But with the other hand, outstretch his love, his pure love, real love. Not this love is love or self-love garbage that we see today. But real love that he has for us. So that's why I praise him today. Because he deserves the praise. Because without him, I am nothing. Because without him, I would be crushed under that wrath that I deserve. That's why I worship him today. I thank God. And I honor my parents. Because I was born in truth. Raised in truth. But if I were to die and I were to say I was born in truth, that's enough, right? I showed up to church. That's enough, right? The prophet Isaiah says all those righteous words, those traditions that I think that I do, all of that is but filthy rags before the Lord. And so it won't work. It won't work, church family. No. God is good. God is good. Um, I honor my bishop, even though he said not to. I honor my bishop. Uh, I am so glad, and, and, and I've kind of woven this in so, so it doesn't seem like so, but I thank God for a man of God that I have been placed under. That just like Brother Jansen said, I thank a man of God that I have been placed under to follow. Right, because that, that's what we, I'll, I'll be speaking on today is follow, right? Follow him. I am so glad. All right, I, I, my wife and I, we've gotten around and, and, and we've been placed under plenty, men, of God, men and women of God. Thank you, Bishop. And, um, and I am truly blessed. We are truly blessed to be under a man of God that I can follow that would be watchful and vigilant for my spiritual well-being, for this spiritual well-being, for this church's spiritual well-being. A man of God that whenever, especially during these times when things would get more hostile, the environment would get more heightened, that he would not cower away, that he would just stand up and say, follow me. And so I'm here to tell you, I will follow you. Lead the way, Bishop. I will follow you. I'll follow you. 
I didn't start my timer, so um, so we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, you see. Um, I really don't have a lot of scriptures. Um, actually, I don't think I have any. Um, <laughs> she's up here tap dancing. Uh, so today, what I wanted to talk about um, ties a little bit to um, what Brother Jansen initially said was was following him. And so a, a couple of months ago, I, I can't remember if this was before or after uh, Bishop said that I, um, I was to speak. Um, I was standing right there during altar call, and and God gave me, um, I guess, a vision, right? Because I'm still a young man. Right? If you didn't get the reference, read your Bible, church. Uh, <laughs> I saw something. Right? Uh, <laughs> um, and so I wanted to walk through that today. Um, and when we get to the actual part, I'll tell you that the actual part, um, but there's some setup that I have to do um, before then. <clears throat> so as many as you know, I, I'm in the Army. And even though I am a uh, preventive medicine officer, a health physicist, um, which basically means that I am never to really see combat, uh, still um, during that beginning indoctrination phase, we learn basic army stuff, right? One of the basic things that we learn how to do is movement from point A to point B, right? And I'm not talking about here, like, you know, driving to the HEB to pick up some tortillas or whatever it is. I'm talking about movement under fire, movement in a hazardous environment, right? And how do we do that? And so I didn't think this out properly, but I guess I'm going to go down there without notes. (laughs) And so uh, Bishop, um, Prophet Massey, uh, Pastor, if you can help me out, <clears throat> we probably won't do any walking because I, I, I didn't plan those either. <laughs> okay, so so movement from point A to point B, the, uh, the, first, the, the first one uh, that we generally see is, Pastor, if you want to stand right there, Bishop, stand right here. Prophet Messi, right there, right here. <clears throat> so this formation is called the wedge formation, right? So whenever we come to an environment that, that maybe is less hazardous, an environment that we have higher visibility, that maybe is more advantageous to us, maybe a, fri- a friendlier or lower threat environment. This is the wedge formation that the team leader or maybe the point person gives us, right? So this is pretty easy to see. Uh, usually we're a lot more spread out because, you know, we don't want grenades coming in here, so it was five to 10 meters apart. Uh, so we are traveling in this formation, right? Um, Lower threat. So I liken this to maybe years past in Christianity, things were maybe not as threatening as they are today. We didn't have to worry about, oh, maybe maybe if I just go to send my kids to school, it's not going to be a big deal. Or maybe if I show up to work and I don't have to worry about saying something that's Christian-like, that's Christ-like, I don't have to worry about that. Things were easier back then. But now... Things have changed. And so as the environment becomes exceedingly more and more hazardous, the team leader relates to the first person, and they put up the file formation. So Bishop, if you want to follow her, just be a single file. You want to collapse back this way. This is the file formation. And so what happens here is that the environment is a lot more threatening. Maybe my visibility is low because maybe there's smoke in the air. Maybe there's, the vegetation is more dense. Maybe there's an obstacle. Maybe I'm in a strange place, Pastor Brent. Maybe the waters are getting higher, Sister Brown. 
And I can't do it in that spread out formation. I have to follow somebody that's in front of me. Somebody that knows where they're going. Somebody with the proper guidance and training and vision to what I have to do. You can, you can go sit down. You can go sit down, but I'm going to need you. So, you can, you can. so Bishop's been doing all this walking in the mornings with, uh, with First Lady, and, and this is what he's been training for his whole life. <laughs> uh, so so I, I will follow you, Bishop. And so that's where we are today, in a heightened, high-threat environment. This isn't just because, this isn't just the easy things that we see every day that we know as people in the truth, we instantly know that is wrong, right? Those are the big external threats. But now what we see today are things that have a patina of truth that say, hey, maybe I don't know if that's real or not. I don't know if maybe eventually that slippery slope will occur. Things that look innocent at first, but initially drive that wedge that eventually will lead to separation from truth that's where we are today so i'll start talking about what i saw so you know i'm gonna need you so as i was standing there i saw bishop and this probably would have been better if i would ask you for a staff but it's fine and she didn't bring her mini staff i don't know if that's no no it's gonna make it just look like she's gonna make him look like yoda we're good and so I saw Bishop in the file formation and the environment that we had come up to was one of the most dangerous that a group could come up to, which is a minefield. And those mines, Bishop, were not, once again, those bigger more threatening things. It was things from the inside. Things that, that could creep in, right? These minds that I'm talking about, I'm talking about minds that are prosperity gospel. Minds that are, that are niceness that eventually lead to the coexist mentality. Minds that are complacency and laziness that would lead to tradition just being followed. Minds of mysticism that would have people in truth reading their horoscopes Uh-oh. and following occult things. Those kind of things that creep in. That's what I saw, Bishop. And just like, and just like God said a couple of weeks ago through, through the handmaiden, he follows God. I had it written up there, I don't have it, but, but, but to paraphrase, God said, whenever I walk, I can hear your footsteps right behind me. And when I stop, I don't hear you anymore because you're stopped right behind me. And so today I am here to say, Bishop, as you walk through those minds, I am right behind you and I will follow you. I will follow you. Because we have a couple of choices, several choices that we can do. I can freeze and I can maybe not know what to do. And I can just see from a distance and I can see the steps that he's taking as he's avoiding the mines. And I can see the first couple. But then after that, I might not know the exact cut that he took. The direction that he took. You guys can sit down. Yeah. Because I won't be able to move whenever he moves just like that. I'll be from a distance. 
<laughs> he'll be all by himself. <laughs> That's the first choice. I could just be over here. The second choice, I can say, hey, I'm good. I can, I can dig in, right? Because there, there, there's hazard out there. I can dig in. I can dig a foxhole. I can do what I know what to do. Tradition. I know what to do. But eventually, I'm stuck in that foxhole and I can't get out. I'm in that rut that people say, I don't know what to do. I'm in a rut. But the third thing to do is I can follow Bishop. And I can't follow him too far because then it's the same thing. I might not be able to see where he's going. So I have to follow him just like God said. And I have to follow him right behind him. As he is going and as he is moving, I can step in his footsteps. But what does that mean to me? Elias, Elias, come up here. But what does that mean to me, Bishop? That's great that you're doing it. And that's great that I can do it. But what I can do, Bishop, is I can drag him along with me. And he can step where I'm stepping because you're stepping. And that's what we can do as fathers. And it is, this is just a Father's Day message. If you're a single mother that's here, you can do the same thing. And if you're a wife here that your husband or your wife or your husband with that your wife isn't in church, you can do the same thing. And if you're a grandparent or a family member, you can do the same thing. God is good, church family. God is good. Oh, I don't even know where I'm in these notes. So I'll close with this. I'll close with this. If you are listening to my voice today, if you are here or watching online, and you've stepped on one of these mines, You've stepped on one of these mines and you're hurt. It doesn't matter because the healer is here. The great physician is here. It doesn't matter if you think you're separated. We can be grafted in today. Either for the first time or grafted in again. It doesn't matter. If you're here, God is here. Salvation is here. Redemption is here. He is here. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you stepped on the landmine. That's eternal security. Once saved, always saved. It doesn't matter if you stepped on the landmine of Trinitarian baptism. It doesn't matter we have an ambassador that is here. You can repent because it is because of his love that we would come to repentance. We have an ambassador. You can seek repentance. You can get baptized in Jesus' name. You can receive the Holy Spirit today. You can be grafted in today. We can follow him because he follows God. So I say, church family, let's follow Bishop. Because he follows God. Don't find yourself away. I say man of God who is speaking right now you are anointed because of your father 
You're in the place because of your father. Every battle that he has battled, I say to you, you will have a victory in every loss that he took. The anointing falls on you. Every step that he took was not in vain. Every tear that he shed, I say to you, I drop on you in anointing. Walk in the calling that I have given the apostle to give you. Know and be in confidence. Follow him like you have spoken and you will have victory at every turn. Your father has sacrificed a lot. He has given all that he has. He has given all his effort. I say to you this day, it is not in vain. The things that he thought that he would not see, I say I bring to life while he is here. I put a smile on his face as he sees you walk in the glory that he has prayed upon you that I would share and that I would pour. I say you are just beginning. I say follow and you will see the victories that I have promised him. Heal Moye. Come on, let's give God some glory for that word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, friend, if God ever make a promise to you, the enemy is not big enough, he's not bad enough, he can't stop it. This is an example right here. Woo! There's nobody like our God. Oh, my, 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 my. Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out of the way, but Pastor Salazar, somebody need to get that word to you, Sister Salazar. And I'm telling you, this is only the beginning. He don't know what else God talked to me about concerning him. Now, I want to say something, church body. You see him up. It's something about having the right spirit and the right attitude. When you think man has forgot about you and you look in the man to do it, but God sees everything. That first meeting we had when they made this their church home, God used handmaidens. God spoke a word to him and let them know this was the place where they need to be. God's already changing something in his life just like he did with you, handmaiden. And look where you're at. You can't imagine what God is about to do. Thank you for praying for your children. For Dan and Jansen to go hand in hand in what you minister. I'm, I'm finna get out of the way. That analogy that you gave, listen, before God moved him out to pastor, and if he stay here, we'll still be sending him out sometime. I don't know when. We have a little while to go. But we're going to see. One, one thing about if you feel a calling, 
He never acknowledged it, but God called him. It's that before you go and have your own field, you have to know how to work in somebody else's field. This church will benefit from his ministry and new souls coming in. Powerful word. Powerful. There is no doubt, my friend, 